Cool. So, uh, what, what, um, uh, bah, 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 35? Great intro, mate. Yeah. Start again. 35, yeah? Go for it. Episode 35 of the Living Room Chat. As always, myself, Matt, himself, Ryan. Back again for 20 minutes, half an hour of good quality, insightful education. Chit chat, yeah. Chat. We've got, and we've got actually some planned topics today. Yeah. Solicitor rants, you want to just rant about solicitors. Not rants, sorry. We appreciate everything they do, yeah. their jobs. But I think fundamentally there's things that they could do differently that would improve yeah. the lives of everyone. So, so my gripe at the moment is I have shot myself in the foot by working with solicitors who pay me a referral fee. Talk about the pros and cons of that. I've, I've learnt my lesson and my New Year's resolution for 2024 is to only work with reputable local solicitors who do not pay referral fees. There you go, happy days. Your trip, we haven't spoke about it because it's been a little while since we've sat down on the, uh, the sofas. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to hear like the top, the top three points of your trip to Japan. Yeah, because yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We only stayed in Tokyo. Uh, we were there like six days, and yeah. five six days was the perfect amount. Yeah, uh, we spent the whole time eating, drinking, and just going around on the metro. Nice, um, and going up different towers and to rooftop bars and stuff. So we didn't do like much like touristy stuff yeah. I'd recommend. Just drink a lot of beer and... Yeah, it was just kind of cool to be in another culture. Yeah. So far away from home. Yeah. And, and actually... Is, whenever... city like, is it like normal city though? Like no different to being in London, just everyone's a bit shorter? It, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of like London. Uh, and it's just, it's vast. So you know when you go up a tower in London, you can kind of see where the building stops and like there's lots of parks and green spaces yeah. and it's quite... Uh, it's it's quite dynamic in the landscape. Yeah, same as New yeah. York. Got the river flowing through the middle and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, in Tokyo, I found we we got the the towers. We can see as far as the eye can see. It's just quite low buildings. Yeah. No green spaces. Just building as far as you can see. Wow. And then I saw a I saw a clip on on Facebook of a a, a, a outline of the UK. Mm-hmm. And you look at the Tokyo, Tokyo metropolitan area, mm-hmm. and it's like half the size of the UK. Really, it's such a huge, wow, huge area and very dense. Uh, so bigger than London, obviously, like considerably bigger than London. Yeah, 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 considerably bigger than London. Um, Interesting. And just yeah, huge, but very efficient, very efficient tube network, very polite people. Um, yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it was good. And then we talk about we'll go on to it's going to be probably become a little feature of our podcast into next year because obviously as we get closer to the uh, the deadline, the due date, not the deadline, due date of your little one coming, um, you've experienced the pains or joys. We'll find out in this episode of buying prams. Yeah, it's a whole thing. You just leave it's it at that. A whole thing. Yeah, excellent. Sorry, you were introducing the topics there, and I was just running away with them. Well, that's what I'm trying to get you back on track. It's fine yeah. because like. Duo hosts, we've got this kind of like in sync. I want to talk about something and kind of have a vision of it, the way it's going to be delivered, and then you go off on a tangent, and then I'll bring you back, and then we got it's worse. Yeah, so I'm just here. It's all good. Yes, it's all good. It's all good. Right. So Matt, I'm not. I feel like I'm hosting this. I'm not hosting this. Yeah. Matt, talk about solicitors, and then you can just lead nicely from when you finish solicitors. When you feel a natural end of your discussion arrives then just break off in the segue into Japan. Okay. Followed by prams. Yeah. And I want to talk. Got it. It's a, it's a diverse episode, yeah. for sure. Literally. Uh, 
Solicitors Japan prams. Go. Me and me and Matt went to a solicitor social thing the other day, the other evening, uh, where they had. I saw that on LinkedIn actually. Yeah, yeah really cool. They had a casino night and um, <laughs> it just invited people down. There was uh, people from different agencies they worked with and a really nice, uh, really good people, really professional firm who Matt's always recommended and now I'm inclined to recommend myself. What was funny is I'd mentioned, I was just having chit chat with people as you do and I'd mentioned, they said, oh, where were you before Avocado? And saying that you used to work at Purple Bricks in a solicitor office after everyone's had a few beers is like a joke. Is a risky move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that was all brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it just it, it made me realise that referral fees are taking referral fees from solicitors to me seems to be the the easiest way to see if it's a good or a bad if they do a good or a bad job. Would you say that? the level of referral they are willing to pay an estate agent, the higher the referral fee, the less quality and care they're going to give to their That's client. That's my experience. Absolutely Direct. true, isn't it? And I've, I've had a few people I've worked with this year where I, could thought, I thought I could have it both ways. I thought they, they seem great, they seem professional, they're saying everything I want to hear and they're offering a, a kickback. Mm. And I saw the kickback as like they don't have to spend money on marketing. Yes. We spend quite a lot of money on marketing to acquire clients. Solicitors don't in the same way mm -hmm. if we're recommending them. Um, yeah, I don't see it like that anymore. No. So, um, yeah, no referral fees. Client gets looked after. Um, and we only get the referral fee if a sale completes. And if a sale completes, it means we're getting our commission anyway. Yeah, So exactly. Um, so, and for the sake of a couple hundred quid mm. here and there, like... Yeah, it's important, but I really don't think it is. Yeah. I think there's better things you could do with your money and time. Um, yeah, and to to make to make to make it work. And the sale I'm completing on today, which I mentioned a few times, I referred. You mentioned it last week, didn't you? In last week's episode. Last week, yeah, yeah. yeah was so you completed it. You completed it last week, didn't you? Happened to be wearing the same clothes. Yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah last week. Last Friday. Completed on is, last Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I recommended both uh, buyer and seller to the same firm they could manage cases on either side. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't really their fault that the deal got delayed, but the manner in which they dealt with it, to yeah. me, wasn't acceptable. Um, and and I end, I've ended up spending my referral fee on, on moving the furniture out of the flat paying for extra searches which the buyer needed because they expired yeah i didn't need to do that but i sort of thought felt like you had to felt like i had to yeah, yeah. so 2024 is going to be me not giving any more of my money away to clients yeah <laughs> and i think people you know we talk a lot about you know okay people selecting an estate agent based on fee you know i i can i can see the public's argument on why they think that's a good thing it's so it's even more important with solicitors if you see a yeah. solicitor that's right i can get you moved all in for 700 pounds no other cost involved literally you need to close that browser delete that email delete that phone number run like the fucking wind as far away as possible from that solicitor because they will be shit you like that um 100 100 i think realistic we talked about fees but i think realistically um, twelve to thirteen hundred pounds for the actual solicitor's fee, 
plus disbursements, whether that be searches, I think it's about reasonable. Yeah, I think two grand. Uh, yeah, I, the ones that, I mean, we said we had, well, I think we've had this conversation in a previous pod, I think 1750, 1800, yeah. all in with searches and everything is about reasonable. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah. and if not, I mean, maybe a tad expensive to be fair. I think it's one of those things where people, I noticed that people refuse to cut, cut costs in some places when they buy a new car, when they go out for dinner, and then will be insistent on cutting costs in other places. Solicitors, yeah, estate selling agents. houses, yeah. The most important things, but then the numbers, the scales are so much bigger. Yeah, and, and it's, you know, you think a 700 pound solicitor versus a 1700 pound solicitor, you've saved a grand. A grand. Well, you haven't, you're gonna, there'll be added costs and you're probably gonna lose the house, you wanna buy and have to do the whole process again. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, I, something about solicitors I've been thinking a lot about, um, planning for next year, is I want to, I want to take more time signposting clients. I don't think solicitors do this very no, well. I totally agree with that. Um, and I want to take more time explaining, you know, once the deal's underway, we're on the market, we're doing viewing, stuff's happening, explaining, like, right, when we get the buyer, because people think you find a buyer and then that's it, but... We know that's not the case. No. Once we've got the buyer, I want the seller to already have their TA6 and TA10 filled in, yeah. to already have their draft contract ready, yeah. so it can be sent out immediately. Saves weeks. So they know that the buyer's going to have to order searches, and that's going to take a little while, and then the inquiry's going to... Just, like, really just, like, spell it out as to, like, what's happening. Yeah. And I'm, I want to trial it next year, because I think if I do that, no, I absolutely agree with you. I think it's exact the way it should be. Yeah. I had a sale agreed, sent out the memorandum of sale uh, end of October. So we're four weeks in now. Yeah. And it's stupid for my... It, I can't really blame the client because they weren't told. I suppose I can blame the solicitor for not chasing, but uh, it's not really their... Well, yeah, it is their uh, job, but I didn't chase because I didn't yeah. check because I, I knew that everyone's sensible. They're using recommended firms. Everything's moving along. Yeah. And buyers chased me saying, oh, I've heard from my sister, draft contracts haven't been sent out. And I was like, yeah, of course they have. Like the, the client said they sent the paperwork about two weeks ago. They'll be out by now. Yeah, a but, reasonable assumption. Yeah, client hadn't gone in to do their ID checks. Sister hadn't chased them, so, so they haven't sent any paperwork out because mm. they haven't got their ID checks done. So I called the client. I was like, why haven't you done your ID checks? Because oh, I wasn't very well. I was like, oh, it sounds firmly like your problem. I think we need to go and get these sorted. Because at the moment, we're four weeks into a transaction and nothing's happened. Yeah. That shouldn't be the case. That's why the average transaction in the UK takes four to five months. Yeah. Because you waste four weeks at the start. Doing your ID checks. Doing your bloody ID checks. Yeah. You had your solicitor structure from day one, but you're absolutely right. Very rarely do I ever say about solicitors, I, I say we've got recommended firms, mm -hmm. but only when we agree a sale, I then put them in touch. And, and then it's kind of up to the solicitor to signpost the client through the legal process. You almost need like a little, I love a little email. Or maybe yeah. like a pre, prescribed, prescribed, pre-written. Yeah. Not old school. Just, just like a... a little WhatsApp message, just to let you know, you get a load of paperwork from the solicitors. It's going to take you three hours to fill it in. Do that the first weekend. Book an appointment with the solicitor to hand deliver that the following week and do your ID checks. And then they can, they, nothing can happen until then. So hopefully within a week of the, receiving the paperwork, they've been in the office, got everything done, ID checks done, off we go. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, and then chase once or twice a week. 
I've had a few sales, most of the sales, where I've come back from Japan after a couple of weeks, left everything set up with solicitors, and I come back and, and nothing's happened in two weeks. And yeah. I'm like, and so now I'm like, we've we got to play two weeks catch up now because yeah. we're at the end of November and we've got we to gotta make up for that time. Yeah, I think it's, it's easy to fall into a trap of having X amount of sales going through some of them relatively new and just go, oh, they're, they're new, I'll leave those for a couple of weeks. And mm -hmm. then suddenly you catch up, you miss a week, and it's three or four weeks down the line, yeah. and you look at it and go, fuck's sake, nothing's happened at all. And even with my own sale here, people are telling me, oh, I think everything's okay. And I'm like, I know it's not okay because the management company hasn't signed off for sale, so can we look into this, please? Yeah. Well, let's move on to more happy topics. Yes. Sorry, you were going to do this. Like, let me, let me, Ryan, stop talking. You were going to do the segue. Go on. Well, we, uh, yeah, I, I, I've been to been away to Japan recently, which is really cool. Oh, great segue. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's really, really far away. It was such a long flight. How is it? 10 hours? It was it was eleven hours to Shanghai and then another like three and a half hours from Shanghai to Tokyo. It is like the other side of the world, isn't it? Yeah, it, and it's uh, it's amazing, really. You can just sit in a tube up in the sky and. Were there good films on the planes? No, actually, China really? Eastern. Uh, the worst, the worst food and entertainment. Because eleven hours on a plane is a long fucking long, long time, man. Do you know what was what was? Was there a bar on board? No. And, and they, I had one beer on the way over, and I'm a nervous flyer, so I need to get a bit tipsy and sleep. Well, as in they didn't come through enough for... No, they came through with the meal trolleys, Yeah. and they, they had one beer for me and Charlie to share between us, and then they ran out. That's bollocks. And man. I was ready to spend like £10 on a few Jack and Cokes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that, yeah. that sucked. What, um, I was ill for the whole time we were away. Oh, no. Like, it came, it came about, like, one week, but one day before we left. And so I was, like, coughing COVID. sputtering. Wasn't COVID, no. But, you know, we can just feel it coming yeah. on. And, um, and then on the plane on the way back, I had my jacket on, my hood up, face mask on, and sunglasses. <laughs> just sat there, just, like, coughing into my face mask. Like, <coughs> try not to For die 14 hours yeah it wasn't it wasn't pretty no um, but japan was fun it's long long way away from home but you know what i realized whenever i go to a different country we're all different we've all got different skin colors we've got different religious beliefs we've yeah. all got you know different ways of seeing the world but at the end of the day everyone just kind of wants to be of their family everyone wears nike shoes everyone has iphones <laughs> We're all the same. We're all the same, yeah. really. Absolutely. Totally agree. Whether you're eating, you know, ramen for lunch or whether it's a Sunday roast, you know, we're all pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, what was the best meal you had out there? The, uh, the ramen, the ramen was brilliant. Didn't have any sushi. Really? I don't think sushi is as popular as people think it is. Or I think it's, it's a stereotypical thing, is it? Or I, I think it's just high end. I think here we have quite a lot of shit sushi. Yeah. Whereas I guess it's just a bit of rice and it really a bit a little bit of fish on top. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for it, but the I ramen, love though. I love yo sushi in in town. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's great. And the little sushi bars in Sainsbury's. <laughs> Banging. Do you reckon? I always find they're a bit ropey the supermarket ones. Well, now you mention it. When... <laughs> no, I quite like them. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, sorry, we, di we um, digress. But you get so you get a big bowl of ramen. 
ramen's you know, like, like the little noodles but not noodles it's noodles in like a broth and yeah. sometimes you have meat in there you have like spring onions in there and it's so this big bowl um sometimes the meat's on the side yeah and putting garlic and ginger and stuff for about like five quid fantastic and it's like a huge bowl of food yeah and then the, the, some gyozas on the side you know gyozas yeah yeah yeah. i get them at wagamama's they'll duck gyozas yeah yeah, yeah. And that yeah. little saucy dipper. <laughs> yeah. Don't, I'm getting hungry, man. It's like nearly lunchtime, isn't it? Do you know what? Shit, it's not. Do you know what's funny? It's like the the Japanese Wagamama's is like a really nice westernized version. Yeah. The stuff in Japan was a bit more like authentic. Yeah. And a bit bit like less weirder. perfected. Yeah. Yeah, less perfected. Yeah. Um, it's a bit slapped around a little bit. Yeah. I can imagine. I didn't know. Is your Wagamama's Japanese? Is it? I thought it was Korean, isn't it? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's Japanese inspired from that part of the world I would say should we just quickly google that just so we don't get shit not that we're getting shit because everywhere, um, everywhere stays open late there as well like we'd go we went to a food place and stayed there till like 2 o'clock in the morning yeah which you wouldn't have here what about the bars you said you went to a couple of rooftop bars yeah rooftop bars lovely super expensive but really nice now, Wagamama was opened in 1992 in Bloomsbury, London. Um, it doesn't say it's Chinese or Japanese. Japanese cuisine, yeah. Yeah. There cool. Go. Good chat. So, yeah, so, so it was good. It was fun. I've kind of like scratched that itch, though, of going. You've done that now. Yeah. Cool. So your next year plan, maybe probably a family holiday next year, I imagine. Yeah, maybe. Is, you, is, is the, uh, the trials and tribulations of Matt and Charlie on a wild tours of adventures done now do you reckon no every year every year even with the fat mate you've got family responsibilities now yeah but like they'll be alright when I pop off you know I want to do I want to do Brazil Charlie doesn't want to do Brazil Rio de Janeiro he thinks we'll get murdered but probably will mate I don't think we will and if we do like you know it's be a story to for the family tell the family yeah Yeah. Uh, how do you how we lost we lost uh, lost our beloved Matthew many many years ago Oh, what was it? What was it? <sighs> Stabbed by a drug dealer in Rio de Janeiro. Don't know what he was doing with the drug dealer, but that's how he went. <laughs> good story. Yeah, good story. Um, Charlie never wanted to go in the first place. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Rio <laughs> no, and... The cool reality is Charlie would escape. He'd be out. And he'd be like... Yeah, he'd be telling the story for years to come. I, I told Matt we shouldn't go. Look what happened. He's the one who got murdered, not me. I told him. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how. How? Let's just segue on to uh, family matters. Yes. I was thinking when we have a baby, I'm not going on holiday. I'm not going to be that dickhead who brings a crying baby onto the plane and everyone hates for yeah. two or three hours. Yeah. Were you that guy? How yeah. did you navigate that? Hundred like, percent, we were. So Milo was born in February. Yeah. Um, fast forward March, April, May, June, July. Five months old. We went on holiday to Menorca. Okay. So. Top advice for any parents and for you as well. First couple of holidays, probably till they're about two or three, stick within a couple of hours flight. Menorca yep. is perfect. Two hour flight. Yep. So you, it's kind of once by you're time up in the sky, you're coming down. By the time you're up, you're down. Yeah. Um, absolutely ideal. Little cow pole squirt before. Sleep. Oh, okay. Knocks them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the way up, get them to on the bottle. So they're... they're naturally sucking the bottle which is making their ears pop okay. so they don't get the bm because obviously they they don't know you know when you go up and you get the pressure you just swallow don't you and it yeah, just yeah. your ears go yeah 
babies don't know how to do that. No, okay. So if they're on the bottle as they go up, happy days. It's good parent, just good life advice. Um, but interesting, so we did, we went, so we did that first year, then um, the year after, maybe a year and a half after, we went back to Menorca, different place. Myla was, uh, she was about two, maybe okay. 18 months old. Yeah. Went back there. Um, we're going on holiday next month, like three weeks' time. We were looking back, it's the, we've been on many holidays, I'll say about many holidays, we've been on probably six or seven holidays since then yeah. but they've either been other people or it's just been Lauren and I yeah. we haven't been as a family three on holiday since that Menorca trip in 2017 it's been six mm. years okay. and now Marla's like a young adult like wears yeah. makeup and got her iPhone she's, she's, <laughs> yeah, so she ain't gonna be she's fucking eight mate crying anymore <laughs> yeah man we'd yeah. be going out on the piss and you know she'd be like no a glass of wine nope <laughs> nope she's a little sip of my beer now and again a few years does she, um, like, does she like it? You know, when you're younger and you pretend to like it. loves the top of the Guinness. <laughs> nice. She does, really does. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, we're buzzing for that. So and and I'm really excited to see how she acts because it's not like going out with a baby. Like we're going to be typical holiday by the pool all yeah. day, little snacks, a few beers, go home, little rest, get ready, go out for dinner about eight, and she'll be coming with us and staying up till one, two o'clock in the morning. Cool. So she hasn't been away since 2017. She has, but. There's never been the three. So we went away last April to Greece, but we went with my cousin and her kids. Right, okay. So it's different because Myla had her friends with her okay, to play yeah, with. Yeah. Um, so we did that. And then Laura and I have been away loads, like various trips, like yeah, weekends yeah. away in Barcelona or went to Greece for my brother's wedding. Yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. Uh, but Myla hasn't. So your first So it's been the first proper family holiday for oh, six cool. years. Cool, cool, which cool. Which is so exciting. Every morning I wake her up at the moment, guess how many days to holiday? She goes... Oh, 23. <laughs> and uh, yeah, nice. so we're buzzing for that. Oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, so okay, so short flights at the start. Short so. flights at the start. At the start. But I, I, I don't think you can go wrong. They're pretty cool with it. Like you have the pram, you can take the pram all the way up, all the way through the gate, all the way to the, literally as you're boarding the plane, and then they'll take the pram off you and then chuck it underneath the plane. Well, they won't, they won't be chucking our pram. Mate, Talk that, about prams. So, so we're we've. By done, the way, you don't take that pram. You get a cheaper pram. We've done the pram thing. Yeah, yeah a second. Let me pram. guess. Is it is it brand new? It's brand new. Is it John just, Lewis? Is it just the pram, or is it the holdall and the cot and the basket, everything? Or is it we've just got the, pram? the bundle, bro? We've the got bundle, the bundle, bro. Okay, cool. Yeah. So this is going to be another example of where you said, "Guess how much my flights were to Japan?" I was like, "Oh no, like six fifty And you went, "Yeah." They're like 550. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Right. Full pram system from John Lewis. I'm going to go with £1,300. <laughs> spot on. Was it really? <laughs> spot on. What, 12 months? <laughs> <laughs> Was it really? Yeah, spot on. There you go. Spot it's like on. I've done this before, isn't it? Oh, but that was a very good guess. I added inflation in as well and calculated in my mind. Very yeah, nice, nicely done. That's, that's Just the for bundle. the listeners and the viewers, we have not discussed this before. That was genuine sidekick ability. <laughs> that's how in sync we are as hosts now. This is, uh, I should also disclose, this is not my money. I had a lovely mother-in-law who's, I, I, didn't, I didn't go with, uh, with them, but oh. she was all too happy to buy the pram, so I've heard. Well, good for her. Well done, mother-in-law. But hearing so, is it her first grandchild as well? No. Oh, no, that's even more generous. Yeah, yeah. Normally but I, I feel like a precedent was set with the first one. Yeah. So it's kind of... Yeah. You've got to be careful with that when we get there. Don't spoil the first grandchild too much. Yeah. Because then, then you have to have keep to, on yeah, doing it. Yeah. 
But, well, I've um, only got one kid, so hopefully I'll only have like one or two grandkids. So anyway, I got very, once she came back, once Sophie came back and told me about the pram, I was very invested in the details of this pram. We're now an egg pram family. Ooh, or an egg a, two, proud, a proud egg two an pram. An egg two specifically ah. in what I like to call camping green. <laughs> kind of dark green, you know, but, like, like, like you, camping, you, like fishing gear, you know, fishing gear. Yeah, I know fishing gear. Green. Yeah, yeah. I don't fish, but I know fish, the gear. Fishing gear green. Fishing gear green. Um, like I said, we've got the bundle. Yeah. We've got the bundle, which Sophie reminded me actually saved us £200 off the retail price. You're editing this one, so can you get a little um, image on the screen for this uh, now yeah. for, the, for the visual list listeners? Yeah. Audio listeners, sorry. Um, just go on, John Lewis, if you really care and have a look at it. But. The visual, everyone's checked out by this point. They're like, these guys, we're here to learn about houses, now we're talking about prams. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like most of our viewers are probably or listeners on. We actually get quite a little listen on on our Spotify and Apple Pay um, okay. podcast. We actually get people listening. Viewers on YouTube have improved. But I don't think they're massive. Well, well, well I'm excited about the prime anyway, thing. Sorry. So I want I want to just share it with everyone. So, Good. but it, it's I'm I can't wait to see it. Beautiful design, really efficient fold up. Soph knows how she's going to put it in her car. We've got the we've got the sleeping bag. We've got the attachments. Yeah. You can even get for when the kid gets older and you have another kid, you can get, even get a little skateboard to go on the back. We haven't got that yet, but we've got all. What are you more excited about, pram or kid? Like the kid is secondary to the pram in the first instance. Because the pram. No, will I don't be mean that. <laughs> I don't don't mean say that. that. I'm, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. That, but you're the even like. The, the kids are blessing and amazing and you're absolutely great but you're even more grateful now that because you've had the kids you can now get the pram it, yeah it's just so it's, it's like a byproduct of the success exactly it's yeah. just the next step you've worked hard for this yeah it's just it's a big moment so yeah, I think they both come together and so, go on okay thank you um, so Lauren bought her first pram and it was we only bought the pram itself and it wasn't that expensive it was from Mothercare Mothercare's still open these days I mean, it's closed down I know uh, I think your mamas and papas now yeah, mother care back in the day. Yeah. Big up RIP mother care. If it is closed down, I don't know. I don't care. Um, mother care. Passed it, completed it, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, completed that level of my life. Um, bought a nice pram, worked really well. And literally three months in, she's like, oh, I don't really like it. <laughs> she doesn't like it. Hey, do you know <laughs> the second hand market for prams is fucking banging? So Lauren, like, she went on to look for second hand prams and was like, thousand pound prams for like 200 quid and she's like well we should buy that one that's only a year old brought that one sold ours lost money on our brand new one obviously yeah she goes this is really good like cleaned up a little bit this is a really nice pram so she found another one that was like 1200 quid reduced like brand new 18 months before that's 400 she brought that one so two prams but then the original one that she bought for 200 she stuck back on facebook i don't really like the feel of this pram Put it on at like 450, sold. A pram dealer. Mate, she was. So she actually got to the point where she had to be careful which Facebook group she posted in <laughs> selling prams because it was a business. We were we had point we had like four or five prams at one point. Just turning over. I think she made probably like bear in mind we started with a six hundred pound pram and lost money on that. Yeah. We then invested two hundred pounds in the original pram. And by the end of it, I think she made about probably over the course of six months, maybe eighteen hundred pounds. Yeah, nice. Like upside, upside, up. Flipping prams. She buys shit prams, like one with like tyres deflated and a bit grubby. Just rip it, take it all apart, wash everything, pump the tyres up, 
bang, back on the market, yeah, yeah, job yeah. done. Like a second-hand car dealer, Because, I mean, that, that would have been my go-to, you know, had I, had I been... You could make more money from second-hand dealing and prams than you, than you can from solicitor referrals. <laughs> There we go. There we go. All full circle. <laughs> full circle. <laughs> so, so my, you know, my go-to of anything in life is, well, not anything, but I'd have just gone on Facebook Marketplace and found yeah. the same pram for. for the I place. don't like Mark Facebook Marketplace. I just find that it's a bit disjointed. If I'm honest with you. What is the marketplace? What do you, what do you mean? Well, I just like so when I was like, when I was looking for bikes, mm-hmm. e-bikes. Yeah. There would have been a good opportunity to buy a second-hand e-bike on Facebook but just the way people or maybe that's quite specific but maybe people just don't I, I just I type in e-bikes and it'll come up with people just selling their normal bikes but yeah. we put in the brackets like e-bikes it's a bit niche oh, yeah maybe that is maybe that's yeah, why I struggle with it so I've got we've, had, we've got a dishwasher a dryer and a washing machine all in our garage that we've just we just replaced them and then haven't ever done anything with them the dryer doesn't work it needs a new heating element which mm-hmm. I found out is £25 I watched a YouTube video on how to fit it. Very, very simple. And then this dryer is probably worth 75 quid secondhand anyway. Mm. But do I just... So I'm conscious of whether I'm just going to like throw it away mm. or buy the heating element, fix it and sell it. There's 20 quid for the heating element. Yeah, so I'll make 50 quid. Yeah, it's just whether you fix it or whether you fuck it up. Well, no, it's very, very simple. It's a couple yeah. of screws. Un- undo the wires. Don't electrocute yourself. Simple. Yeah, fix it and done. It's, it's a very simple process. I'm just like... What if I get the wrong heating element and it goes wrong? Yes, that's that's the. But it's like it it seems very very straightforward, like almost idiot proof. And now I'm getting a bit better on my DIY. Fixed my garage door handle yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I don't fuck around anymore. It's 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 a good feeling, isn't it? Knowing you can do shit. I just have to literally screw an extra bolt in, but a little thing. But yeah, it is what it is, mate. So yeah, I feel like we've covered a lot in this episode. I think we're good. Yeah. Solicitors, Japan, prams. It's been... Tick, tick, tick. It's been done, diverse done, done. in topics. There we go. So that's been 35. Next will be 36. On the hunt down. If we're going to get 40 done by the end of the year, we need to get Ian booked in for number 40. We yeah. said we were, didn't we? He's a busy guy as well. He's a busy guy. You see, he did a podcast with Gareth Barry yesterday. Yeah, I did. So I saw it pop up on LinkedIn or wherever it was. Him popping up with Gareth Barry. Yeah. Oh. Oh, the first I looked at it, I was like, who the fuck? Oh, it's Gareth Barry, isn't it? Yeah, I do. Mate, we haven't talked about football for ages. No. Well, I'm not really talking about it because I'm following Reading. Yeah, you're fucked, mate. You're going out league too. Absolutely. Mate, the joke is, welcome to Wrexham. What a program, by the way. Have you seen it yet? Yeah. What? Yeah. Start of it. Okay. Cool. Brilliant. Well, first series. You haven't seen the second series. No. Well, like spoiler alert, they get promoted. As you know, they're in league two. So, welcome to Wrexham started, and they're a national league, and. Reading were in championship, championship stuff, and now, firmly possible that next season they won't be even be playing each other because Wrexham will be League One and Reading will be League Two. So they're not even going to get a chance to go Wrexham to the Medeski. I would have gone and watched that game. Yeah, it's not going to happen now. The yeah. best chance Reading have of playing Wrexham next year is probably in the EFL Trophy. It's just heartbreaking what's happening at Reading. Yeah. It really is. I find it amusing, but that's only because I don't support them. But it's better for the local community. When they're in the Premier League team, it was a bigger vibe around Reading. Yeah, I mean, you should support them. You're a local lad. You should support them more than I should support I support them. Thatcham. Thatcham Town. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. They had a massive result last week. Drew nil-nil with the um, league leaders, Rains Park Valley, or whatever they're called. Um, Josh and goal. 
Saved a 90th minute penalty. Oh, yes. Do you go for beers with the team? No. I, I, I see the midfielders in, the, in, the, in one of the pubs in Thailand quite a lot. No. Centre mid. He, he goes there quite a lot. He's a young lad, like 22, 23. Uh-huh. Bit young for me. No, be like, be young for me. Be weird. Uh, I meant as in he's not in my age bracket now, now where I'm like early 30s and socialised yeah, yeah. with like older yeah. people. Yeah. So yeah, do that. Um, but no, don't see, you know, see him off. See him. Um, the striker, uh, I see him in the gym all the time. I work out okay. next to him. Is that pure gym still? Pure gym, comfort, yeah. yeah. Still rocking the pure gym, mate. Pure yes. gym vibes. Um, so yeah, see if you're knocking around. Mate, you should come to a game one day. Yeah, I know. I've said it before. We've said it, we've yeah. said it a couple of times. When the weather turns. Not when the weather's like this. It's fine, man. They're playing away tomorrow, so we're not going to see them tomorrow. But anyway, yeah. we go. Okay, cool. Well, let's uh, see everyone in the next episode. Yeah. 36. As always, send you anything you want us to... Uh, discuss thanks for your comments on TikTok by the way everyone that's commenting even if they're giving us shit thank you we appreciate your time just to abuse us on social media yeah right that's it cue the exit music